All right, so hey everyone, this is going to be one of our indie dev talks for IndiePod. Thank you everyone for joining us and thank you, special thanks to Matt Dabrowski. Am I saying your name right? I probably should have asked beforehand. <laughs> nope, nope, that is that is exactly right. That's correct. Okay, perfect. Matt Dabrowski, who is the solo developer, is that correct? Solo developer on Streets of Rogue. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, pretty much as far as like the day-to-day programming and general everything on the game go, uh, goes yeah uh, yeah I, I, um, I, someone else worked on the the uh, bunch of the art for the game at uh, uh, like the background art and stuff and uh, the music and sound effects were done uh, by another person but um, yeah like all of the day-to-day stuff uh, that's that's me gotcha gotcha so um, before we get into the actual game or anything about that I just wanted to know a little bit about you um, I had no idea you actually had worked on a ton of different projects before Streets of Rogue. Would you mind telling us just how you got into game development and what it's been like for you, both, you know, past and present? Sure, yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I mean, like, I, I always wanted to work in games ever since I was, like, about seven years old or something like that, since, I, you know, I got a Nintendo. And, um, you know, I started actually, like, kind of working with, like, game-making tools, uh, I think, when I was in about the second grade or th- the third grade or something like that, when... Uh, there, yeah, this was like the early '90s, so I mean, there wasn't a whole lot out there. There was a, a program called Game Maker, but it wasn't the same Game Maker that uh, that people use today. It was like something I saw in the back of a magazine uh, when I got for Christmas. <laughs> you could do you do like simple games with it and stuff. Uh, so that's kind of, I guess, how I got my my start. But um, uh-huh. uh, I guess when the internet came around, I started making games uh, using something called ZZT. Uh, which was actually the first, it was the first game that was ever made by Epic Games. Like the guy, Tim Sweeney, wow. you know, who everybody knows now yep, is, is yep. like the big guy, billionaire. His first project was this thing called ZZT, the first ever thing from Epic Games. Back then it was Epic Mega Games, actually. Um, and it was like, it was like proto, proto, proto Unreal Engine. It was like, um, it, was, it, used, it used all ASCII characters. And um, wow. So if you ever heard of like Croz, uh, it was an Apogee game. It was kind of like that, but you could make your own games within this game. And there was like a whole community of people uh, making ZZT games. So uh, yeah, I was I was within I was in this community, and you know we all it was mostly like a bunch of like teenagers, um, and you know we just all would make stuff and upload it and comment on each other's stuff. And this is like yeah. the late nineties. Um, That's awesome. That's like the uh, the very first dreams. Yeah, but yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, I was actually really, really excited to see Dream Dreams. I haven't actually gotten a chance to try this yet, but that's, that's like, uh, I, I that's, that's incredible. I, I what they've what they've done with that. I mean, I really hope that 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 continues to be something that Sony uh, supports and, and pushes in in the coming years. Because I mean, like, man, I wish I had something like that back then. Right. Um, yeah, the thing about ZZT though is it was it had like a a bunch of very severe limitations in place so it, part of the part of the fun of it was just kind of like getting around those limitations and doing things that tim sweeney probably hadn't intended uh to do <laughs> think about something like dreams is just so versatile that um yeah. you know you, you can I, I mean i would feel maybe intimidated like to seeing other people's like incredible works uh whereas with zzt it was like oh i could actually with zzt you could actually like look into people's uh uh games that they had created and see like exactly how they coded stuff um 
and so that that was really cool. I don't know if you can do that kind of thing in dreams. Maybe you can. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I haven't checked it out myself either. But uh, the same kind of concept seems to apply. At least that you get to use those assets. I don't know if the you know the ingrained code is going to be there for you, mm. but it's still you know a really cool way, especially for someone who's you know at that time trying to get into the scene or at least to just make something cool to have that kind of an outlet or that kind of forum to be able to build something with others. Yeah, for sure. I had, I had actually heard of people uh, either was it like getting hired off of their dreams projects or something yeah. like that. Yeah, there was there was a couple of things where people are getting either positions or you know they're they're being paid for certain uh, work that they're creating. Uh, it's 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 an awesome platform. Uh, it's definitely something. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens. I really hope they do push it off to you know to PS Five and continue that life cycle. I don't know what that looks like though. Yeah, I, I I bet they will. I think there's, I mean, like I, I know it had, it didn't get like a huge huge marketing push or anything like that, but right. I, I think just the fact that I, I think it's it's a lot of it has just been uh, just people just stuff happening kind of organically with YouTube and stuff, you know, just these yeah. dreams projects showing up, like somebody recreated like Mario sixty four or something like that, and it's like, yeah, well, exactly. you can you can do that, like holy <laughs> crap, like you got to check this out, like yeah, so. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I bet they'll continue with it, with it to, to PS5, and uh, well, that would be the hope, I guess. I don't know. I get yeah. the feeling that a lot of that most PS4 stuff will work on PS5 at, at this point, uh, or at least that seems to be the seems to be how things are going with backwards compatibility. Like, uh, I, yeah, we, yeah, we have a bunch of stuff, smart delivery things that Xbox is trying to push. Like, there's there's a whole big wave of you know if you. If you have it on one console, it should go to the other, which is great for a consumer perspective. So I'm sure they will do that. Um, but let's let's get back to the topic at hand, which is yourself. Um, let's talk about Streets of Rogue. So Streets of Rogue, first off, it is an amazing game that I loved playing. I've played it since uh, it went into early access back in 2017. Um, for those who have never played it, though, how would you personally describe it? Yeah, this is always the the tough part. The attempt, like I never really got a solid elevator pitch down for this thing, but it, it's kind of it's kind of like uh, a top down Grand Theft Auto meets Deus Ex uh, meets um, uh, what was the third one that I, in like Nuclear Throne or Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's 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 a roguelite. Um, so you you know you go through a series of levels that are randomly generated. But instead of killing everything, the idea is that you can sort of approach problems in in different ways and try to find creative solutions for things. Or you can just go and kill everything if you want to. That's fine too. But uh, <laughs> you you can you know you can try to be stealthy. Uh, you can you know turn people. You can use use items and to, like turn people against each other. I recently added like an alien character where you can mind control people and get them to like start fighting other people and you know cause a whole bunch of chaos that way. I, some people have described it as a, as a chaos simulator. Uh, it's and, and oh, and it is, you can also play it with multiple players, uh, local yeah. or online. So um, that so it, that it, right it, there has been one of my favorite things about the game. Is I originally played it just on my own, and I ended up getting you know a bunch of my friends to play with me. And it changes the experience and the dynamic of that game completely when you have more people because it it really does lean into that chaos simulator aspect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, like I when I first started developing this game, I had never really planned it as like a, as like something that would be you know allow for multiple players, but it was sort of just a, a case of like 
uh, well, I guess I can add this thing. So yeah, may as well, may as well try it out. And, uh, you know, and, you know, at first it was two players and I was like, yeah, four players will be like way too chaotic. I'm never going to add that. <laughs> and then I just ended up doing it anyways, just cause, well, uh, I, I could and right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it is, it turns out, I, I don't think I'll add more than four players, but you know, now I'm saying that and who, who knows, uh, who knows what the future holds, but that's very true. Yeah. Um, so I, I was watching the other day, you actually stream your own game and you were streaming the new DLC characters, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but one of the big, big things that I enjoyed from this is watching you interact with the audience or, you know, the community around this. Um, you were you were taking notes and you were being like, oh, I need to make this change or, or that's a really great idea. Or, you know, this is why it probably wouldn't work when people are giving you this feedback. And it, it seems like feedback is a really important aspect on how uh, Streets of Rogue has grown organically. Would you say that's accurate? And are there any, you know, pieces or or features that changed throughout the course of, of uh, you know, going from early access to it actually being a finished game because of that audience or because of that community? Yeah, I mean, feedback is, is sort of has been like essential to this game's progress throughout early access and beyond early access. Uh, I mean, this this game like couldn't have happened in like the 1990s or, or a time when you know the web 2.0 and you know interaction with people and in the way that I'm able to right now was it was a thing. Um, yeah, it's it's been like a it's been like a constant because here's here's the thing about Streets of Rogue. I mean, it's such a it's such a versatile game. There's so many like combinations of uh, you know like this. You know, like you use this item and you have this trait, and mm-hmm. it interacts in some unexpected way, um, and causes some major bug or balance issue. And there's just there's just no way I can you know test for all of that stuff because right. I, you know I'm one person. I don't have a QA team. Um, so, but here's the thing: uh, people will try these things out, and they will tell me about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I end up getting just just a ton of a ton of feedback from. Uh, about these uh, DLC, the DLC in particular, I've actually, so I released the DLC and I released about, I mean, to give you an example of this kind of thing, you know, I had, I had uh, been working on these new six DLC characters for, for a while. And I was, I was for some reason, I don't know why, I don't know why, but for some reason I was fairly positive that this was, uh, you know, in really good shape and bug free and balanced Mm -hmm. and and such. (laughs) Um, And I was fairly, fairly sure this was in really good shape and um, cut to like now and I've spent the past two and a half weeks uh, basically just fixing everything, fixing the balance, fixing bugs. If you look at my change log uh, for um, uh, like the the most recent change log where I've been editing in patches, I'm up to, so the game started on like version 89A and now I'm up to 89K. Uh, I think <laughs> so. So, and I think there's probably been over 200 balance and uh, wow. bug fix changes, and most of that, I would say, like 80 to 90 percent of that, is just from user feedback, just people telling me uh, that things are are going wrong, and uh, and oh, here here's it, and a lot of it is just like oh, you, here's here's something you might not have thought of. Here's a better idea than the one you had, uh, like for example, the 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 bouncer uh, character in the game, which is kind of like a, he, he ends up being a bodyguard for, uh, he ends up being like a bodyguard for a musician. That's his, his big quest in the game. He, he has to mm-hmm, protect mm-hmm. his musician, but the musician's is kind of like, he's just kind of annoying. He doesn't really do anything f- for you. And someone suggested like, Hey, why doesn't the musician like, he, he's always requesting to like do these things, like go to a bar or, 
you know, go to a drug dealer or something. Um, when he does that, maybe he could like give you like a little like a little like an extra drink or something when he does that, just to give you like a little little bonus for for you know doing what he says. Um, because that's that's the thing. Like the character, like the character just kind of bosses you around, but he doesn't really give you anything in return. And I was like, yeah, yeah, right. you're right. Why did why did I think of that? I, I that, <laughs> that, that, like how did how did that not even cross my mind? So yeah, I, so, yeah, I just added that. Um, at some point, I became less a designer and more of a curator of ideas. I would say, um, <laughs> okay, at least that's what it feels like sometimes. I mean, obviously, I can't. I don't take every idea. And in fact, the vast majority of the, the ideas that people send me, you know, I, I just have to say, eh, I, yeah, I can't do well. that. But, but, um, but that's the thing. It's like if I if I see something good, I'll write it down, and it might take it might take weeks, it might take years, but I might actually get that thing in the game. Um, yeah, and, uh, and so, I mean. That's a great, like, I love that. That's one of my favorite things about, uh, especially early access games. There's a lot of negativity that gets thrown around for early access games because there are some developers that just, you know, can never get that out of that phase. But I think yours is a great example of actually building and constantly working for that, which is, you know, major props to you and for the community around this game that has kind of been helping you lead that charge. Um, but just going back to the fact that you said, you know, you're, you're from that version A to version K within two and a half weeks. That sounds like a ton of work. That sounds like a ton of changes to, to roll out in that short amount of time. What is what does your day to day look like as far as a solo developer? Um, I mean, it really depends on on uh, where I'm at. I mean, like, well, I was like I was saying, the past two weeks, I mean, I basically was just working sun up to sundown um, all of that time just because you know, like I didn't want to release. I really did not want to release something that people are paying for in a in a crappy state. And uh, you know, I thought I, I thought I hadn't, but you know, it's like, well, you, know, you don't I, know I, until you know. Yeah, I mean, releasing six characters at once. Uh, I mean, that that's a lot of like that's a lot of things that can go wrong right there. Uh, so right. I should have anticipated that a little bit more. But I was just like, no, like I'm not rest. I'm not resting until all of this is fixed. Um, so. I mean, that's basically what happened. So today's like the first day where I'm taking like a day off in like a really long time. Um, a day so, off and you're talking to me. I feel so honored. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's no problem. This, this is, uh, this is, this is nice. Like, uh, com- comparatively speaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Normally, uh, you know, it's not quite so intensive. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, I'm, I'm like I'm right now. My main thing is I'm kind of starting work on doing some groundwork for uh, for a sequel. Actually, uh, yeah, so, I saw that. That I'm super excited to see what that looks like. Yeah, me too. Because um, I really don't know at this point. But it's <laughs> oh, like I'm, well, I'm, there goes one of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> now I can I can say a little I can say a little bit of my general uh, plans for this thing. But um, uh, I'm kind of uh, at, at this point with this. I'm normally when i'm when i'm developing i'm developing things that i know people are going to to see in in a short amount of time and you know it's like i'll i'll release something and i'll get feedback and then i'll make changes and release that and people will give me feedback and it's just like this feedback loop um and whereas like uh now when i'm developing this this new tech for the the sequel it's just i'm kind of back in my my bubble again as i was like during during the first like couple of years of development when uh when i didn't have any feedback from anybody so it's it's a big it's a big shift right there right right Are, do you have any plans to to kind of up the team to have you know like a, a second developer to be there to to help you with that bubble or are you looking to more keep it just to you know uh living in that bubble until you have something ready and then doing something more like an early access pitch again 
Yeah, I think at least for the the time being, uh, well, I'm getting all the the, the technical stuff worked out. Um, I'll, I'll just be kind of in my own bubble. I, I do definitely want to. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I'll have more like programmers at, at any point. Uh, mm -hmm. That's something I got. I guess consider in the in the future. Uh, I, I maybe maybe some someone to do like more things like uh for example the the different buildings in the game uh there's there's mm -hmm. i i there, there's you know a decent variety of different buildings in the game but i felt like I, I could have added more but i just never quite got around to it because i'm always you know it's like i have a finite amount of time and there's always right, something more right. important so like maybe in the future something like that could be offloaded to, to someone else to just you know fill out the world with with content that i didn't really have time for um and uh, I'll definitely want to do more with the the uh, aesthetics of the game this this time. I mean, uh, most of the art was done by you know myself, and I, I basically designed the the art and the characters in such a way that I would have to spend as little time as I possibly could on it <laughs> while still being you know still being like an acceptable kind of kind right, of uh, aesthetic right. for the game. So I, I think for the this, but I know I know that was kind of a turnoff for a lot of people, uh, like people. Didn't, didn't want to even check out the game because of uh, because of what it looked like. So I think for the sequel, I'll probably do, uh, you know, try to do a bit more with that. Maybe have some people on. I know that like my publisher Tinyville like offered uh, some help in that department. So maybe I'll take oh, them up cool. on that. Yeah, that's actually that's interesting to hear that people were against it. I actually love the art style. I mean, there's something about it because I, I feel like the game does so much that I think the art lends itself to being you know a little bit more chaotic like you're not trying to bog the system down with yeah. more details if that makes sense yeah i mean that was sort of the the idea of it i wanted everything to be i, I knew that there's going to be a lot a lot of things going on in the game that might be uh you know confusing to people so i, I tried to make it very very readable um mm -hmm. you know like give, give each character a very distinctive look um you know make them kind of kind of simple um simple looking yeah it was actually in, sort of inspired by the game the escapists uh which had yeah, come out yep. uh, uh come out i think back in 2013 or something like that and uh you know i saw i saw that game and i was like like you know the game was very popular because you know although it had this very simplistic art style it still had this this level of charm to it and mm -hmm. and you know and the the concept behind the game was just so compelling that that uh you know, people just didn't care about it. Like nobody talked about how the, the art looks like, you know, super low res and whatnot. Right. Um, so I figured I could, I could follow the same kind of, uh, you know, follow the same kind of formula for the art for, for streets of rogue. Yeah, no, I, I think that makes sense. I mean, like I said, again, I, I think that it suits it. Um, it's interesting to hear, you know, what you would want to change. Um, more to the fact of what does what does that second one look like in your mind? And I know this is this is early thoughts, and you know you're still kind of uh, you have your little brain bubble right now. Nothing's really set in stone, but you know when you talk about changing things like like the world or or you know upping the graphics, is that what we're at least from your mind looking to do, or what are you trying to change? I guess for this to be a sequel. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, as far as the the art is concerned, uh, it'll it'll definitely still be like, or yeah, yeah, pr pretty much definitely gonna still gonna be like a top down uh, uh, kind of thing. Same same viewing angle. Uh, from mm -hmm. in that regard, um, maybe 
I don't know if you've ever seen like the escapists two. like yep. it still yep. keeps the same kind of look as the, the original, but they, they up the resolution. It looks a lot, looks a lot prettier. Um, maybe gotcha. something like that. Just, just an idea. Gotcha. Um, and, um, as, as far as the gameplay is concerned, I mean, there's, there's sort of, I, I see the original as sort of like, um, part of the reason I wanted to do this, this sequel is because I felt like kind of limited in sort of the, the structure of the original. It's like, you're going from level to level and, mm-hmm. you know, you finish the game and I didn't really want to mess with that too much because it's like, yeah, I can add more levels, but then the, it just lengthens the game. And I don't right. want to really mess with that too much. Cause I think it's a good length right now. And, um, you know, I can add gonna, more. Are we going to expect any like branching paths or something like that? It'll be probably open world. Uh, is oh, the okay. direction that I want to I want to go with it. Like right now, the tech that I'm working on right now is actually like a big uh, like Minecraft or Terraria style uh, style streaming thing where you can just like walk gotcha. and walk and walk and walk and and it it just the world never ends. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's sort of the idea behind it. And maybe there will be like uh, quote unquote dungeons, which are like like maybe a dungeon could be like several levels from the original game or something to that effect right. like, uh, you, like, like that you would go be in... the sewers or something sure yeah um or, or like um or, or just like you know the the game as it is uh, the the game is takes place in this city that's in layers so mm-hmm. it's like suppose you like find you know a city in the game and you just end up like delving uh delving down or up like it's, it's supposed to be vertical and you you, know, you get higher and higher so like you find one of these and you go up a few a few levels and that's like that's like the dungeon so it's like a few levels of the original game um and then you go back out to your open world uh you know and you can you know uh, i don't know i'm just, just, i am really <laughs> i really mean, thought, I really I mean it sounds it so interesting yeah 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 and, and there'll be there'll be there's a lot of things like v like i want to add vehicles i want to add like uh uh, I, I I don't know. I kind of just want to build something that I can I can continue working on for a long time and not feel yeah. quite as limited by in, in the scope of in the scope of like the structure of the game, like the kind of thing where, um, see, it's like with, with the original game, I can add more content to it. I can you know add more stuff to the game. I can add more items. I can add more objects. Um, but you know, it stays pretty much the same game. And at some at some point, it just feels like kind of at least. At least for me, like it's not as interesting to work on. It's kind of like diminishing returns at this mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's 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 pretty cool getting to work on something like that that new and different. Yeah, I mean, it sounds awesome. It, it does sound like that might be a, a big hill to climb. Um, yeah. When are we expecting this? You know, next oh, year? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, just kidding. It, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be ages from now i have have no idea i mean i'm I'm sort of building it off of the original code base so it's it's um uh that's the thing i mean that's the only thing that would that will i think enable something like this to exist like like a big open world version of streets of rogue just the fact that uh, so much so much has already been solidified and 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 then working like you know the artificial intelligence was the first thing that i started working on when i i started working on the game back in 2013 um, and you know, so that's seven years, six, six, seven, yeah, six and a half years at this point of like iteration mm-hmm. on that. And, you know, a lot of that stuff can, uh, can stay, can stay the same, uh, for the sequel. Um, obviously yeah, the foundation is all the same, there, but yeah, right. Right. Just, uh, so, so many kinks have been worked out that, um, 
that's it kind of it's going to kind of allow me to move on to to uh kind of a, this this bigger picture stuff uh um so it should be should be pretty interesting and uh you know who knows maybe it'll just be this giant vaporware thing that, <laughs> that ends up being five years or so in development who knows yeah. I, i'm really just starting out on this and just yeah i mean this it to... could be by next year it could be something totally different who knows so yeah. don't don't hold them like don't hold yourself accountable yeah. to that yeah that i probably idea. i probably shouldn't have said anything about it really <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. Uh, we'll we'll jump away from that then. In that case, um, the going back to the actual DLC though. So the main big thing right now is that you released six new characters that are all playable with the game. Um, what what was it about? You know this like why a DLC pack now? Why these six characters? Is there anything specific about you know launching this? Well, I, I mean, I was, I was talking with Tiny Build one day, like my, my publisher, and um, they had, they had mentioned like, oh, do you want like to do a DLC? And uh, I was like, eh, no, you know, I I hadn't really thought about it too much before, but um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, from well, I, I guess, well, I guess from one perspective, perspective, like so, um, hypothetically, like if the game were to go on to like you know Xbox Game Pass or like the you know being the free game on the Epic store or something like right. that. Um, you know, there's a bunch of people who are essentially getting the game for, for free. And then if they're, they're like big, big fans of it or something, they want to support it more. They can, you know, buy this extra DLC pack for, for, for like, you know, six bucks. Um, so it's like a, it's like a, um, I don't know. It just, it just gives us sort of like an extra opportunity. Uh, you know, if people are getting the game for like super cheap or free or whatever, um, so, so there was that, and you know, I figured, yeah, you know, I, I, I want to give people like a decent amount of content in there and keep and keep it pretty pretty cheap though, because you know I, right. I didn't want to be, you know, I, I, I knew I was going to get some kind of blowback on on because on you know, people just it, people just hate people just hate the idea of DLC in, in general a lot of the time, and I did, but I, I think it's I think it's a vocal minority. I think most people are are pretty okay with. Uh, with uh, me having done this, I, I'm not really planning yeah, to do like no. more. I, I have no current plans to do more DLC uh, to add like a bunch of these things. Um, okay. But I don't know. It was just it was just sort of an, a case of like opportunity pops up. It seems like a, a a good idea for going into the future. You know, in case one of these big deals with Epic or Game Pass pops right. up, and uh, yeah, may as, may as well just have it there. And you know, it's not like it, you, you're losing out on a whole lot if you don't buy it or something it's like if you're a fan of the game and you've exhausted the content here's a bunch more characters for you, you know? right right i mean come on guys developers need to eat too yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> no i i think that makes total sense i just didn't know like for me this was a total surprise i i had no idea this was coming and i was like oh this is great more characters like i love playing the game but to your point you know i i've played all the different characters and it's just something to get it back into you know people's eyes people who might not have seen this game now they're hearing about a dlc pack they get to see okay well what is streets of rogue so i think it does make sense um i have checked out the characters i i really think some of them are very interesting especially the alien um going going to the characters and i I guess i'll stick with the dlc for here uh what is your favorite character that you've worked on um and i know that I'm, i'm sure you have to play the game yourself but like what is your favorite character that you play or have played out of the full uh roster I think my favorite character to play is probably the the investment banker. Um, if anybody's wow, played really? the investment banker, yeah, he's not really a super popular one. But um, <laughs> I, the idea behind the investment banker is that you have to take some sort of. He's addicted to 
all drugs. Um, mm. So you have to take, you know, a drug like you're, you're, you're feeling good and your stats are high. And, uh, and that lasts for about 60 seconds or so. And then you go into withdrawal and then your stats kind of get lower. You start losing health. Um, so you have to take some kind of drug every, within every like 60 seconds or so. And it can be anything. It can be a pill that it can be a pill that turns you invisible or it can be a syringe that has like acid in it or something. Uh, it does, doesn't matter. Like anything, anything that gives you a status effect, uh, you can, you can take. Uh, so it kind of, it just keeps you on your toes. Um, you know, it forces you to kind of like run through and just really think on your feet and, and just, uh, you know, pay a lot of attention. Uh, whereas some classes, you know, you can take it a lot slower. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, I, and you know, here's the thing, like when I'm playing, I, I do tend to take, tend to take things very slow because I like to try and find the best the best solution for, for any given problem, which can take a bit of time, but with the right. investment banker, I kind of don't have that time. So uh, it kind of just makes it more fun for me. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. For me, I'm a little bit more uh, straight to the point. Well, not exactly, but I, I love the doctor because I just love chloroforming people. That It's so satisfying to just watch them drop and not have to do anything. Although that does get a bit tougher in the late game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the doctor, the doctor. If, uh, the tough thing is if you actually get discovered and found out, and then it's like, oh, oh I better get out of here. I better just, I better just, uh, yeah, I better get out of view of anybody and hide somewhere and let let whatever's going on uh, just just pass. But I, I think uh, I think some people find the doctor to be one of the easier ones to to play as. You didn't used to have the tranquilizer gun though; that made it a lot more difficult. Mm. So yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was something. Uh, was, I think that was a suggestion from from uh, players actually. Uh, going back to what we were talking about before, like everybody was suggesting, why well, why doesn't he have a tranquilizer gun? Like that makes sense. I was like, yeah, and it does actually. So, <laughs> uh -huh. uh, so that's how we got that. Very cool. Um, so a little bit more on just you know general inspiration of the game. Was there you know you mentioned a couple of games specifically that this kind of ties into. Um, was there any inspiration from like movie or films uh, or same thing TV films books uh, something outside of that realm that kind of brought this together? Let's see outside of the video game realm. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think and um, um, I. See, I made like a make a making of Streets of Rogue thing where I talk about all this stuff, and I feel like I'm gonna. I feel like I probably mentioned something there, and I'm gonna forget, <laughs> and then it's gonna be like, do, can you even keep your inspirations straight? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't even. Yeah, uh, it, it was mostly games, uh, to the best yeah, of my recollection. Right, um, but yeah, no, it, it's mostly games. I think that were the, were the inspirations for this. To be honest with you, all good. That's fine. We'll find the link and we'll we'll put it in the uh, the description for this. Um, so they'll get a little bit more. So I got to know, honestly, um, what's up with the chicken nuggets? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Like, uh, I, I mean, just the idea, I needed a kind of a type of currency. So it was between that and like, um, oh, something, something that was super lame. I forget what it was even. Um, but I, there was this, there, there, I had heard this thing about like the word chicken McNugget being the funniest word in the funniest, like series of words in the English language. Like uh, there, there's this famous thing where uh, apparently on Johnny Carson, uh, mm -hmm. the, he got like the biggest laugh of all time by making this joke about this, this joke about like uh, it involved, it involved the word McNugget. And I was just like, well, I, I mean, it's not quite the same thing, but it's kind of like partway there at least. 
plus See, people just have an affinity for chicken nuggets i think people yeah who, who there you go like that's nuggets? your i mean that's true but there you go that's your outside uh inspiration hmm. <laughs> johnny Carson. i suppose so yeah <laughs> very good i'm glad we uh we came to that realization all right um the one thing and i i hate to bring this back to the sequel but I, it just occurred to me and i kind of want to know um when you're building this out is this going to fall within the same, you know, lore of Streets of Rogue? In this, you're essentially taking down the mayor, whether it's peacefully or, uh, you know, by force. Um, but that's so that you can, you know, take charge of the city. Um, is that going to be more of after your character has done that in this sequel? Or is this going to be something totally new, but with the same kind of engine? Well, I think it'll be it'll be the same kind of universe. Um, I mean, I don't really see the events of the first game being like a, a major deal in this sequel because I mean, this is just something that's happening in like one city in the world, and you know, the, the, the idea behind the sequel is it's just going to be this giant world. So, like, you know, the events of the first game are, are like kind of a blip in the grand scheme of things. Um, not that I, you know, like the lore the lore isn't really like super important to me i I would say i mean i just kind of like i kind of just like if you haven't noticed like the whole game is just ridiculous every everything that nothing makes any sense it's it's just like but that's the charm of it yeah yeah i I mean so yeah i i I don't know i mean like i mean i'm sure i'll reference uh things from the first game uh, in the sequel but um um yeah, I mean, I, I can't even keep much of the lore straight. People people will occasionally like point out things like inconsistencies. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't I don't care. Um, <laughs> just <that's, like, laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to start taking that stuff a little more seriously for the for the sequel. Uh, if I want to have something that people, if I want to have a world that people like live in for right, for a long right. time, as opposed to just like play a game and and be and be done with it and just you know run run the same game over and over. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. <laughs> All right, TBD. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do have one final question. Uh, This is one that I I love to ask other developers. Um, So as an indie dev, for people out there who, you know, want to be in your shoes, who want to, you know, create their own games or want to be a part of something like this, uh, do you have any advice, any, you know, recommendations or things that you would have wanted to know before, you know, you had gotten so endeavored into Streets of Rogue? Um, let's see advice. Uh, um, let's see. I feel like this is a, this may be kind of, kind of obvious advice, but, um, every, everything will take a lot longer than you, than you think it will. Um, mm. and, uh, the, the last, uh, it was the last 10% is actually, is actually like more like 90%. Um, <laughs> if you, it's funny, like if you look at if you look at Streets of Rogue back in like you know 2016 or so, um, if you're just looking at it at a glance, you're like, I, this looks like the same the same game. It, it's, but I mean, just you know, it, it was probably you know 50,000 lines of code at this point, and now it's more like 270,000 uh, lines right. of code. So, um, let's see. Well, j- j- <laughs> just know, just just know that you might be getting into more than more than you bargained for. I think that's the, that's the, that's the main. <laughs> <clears throat> no, it, I mean, that's, that's okay here, but it, it's like. Um, that's the main thing i think the the reason that people don't don't finish projects is because they they don't they they kind of don't uh, realize that and um you know they, they you, you 
it, it's like okay. Oh, here's another thing. Maybe um, you know, when, when I mean, first, I, I when think you're that first, made sense. You well, got to be really invested. But when, when you're when you're first starting working on a project and you're building out your systems and stuff, like it's it's fun. You're making like tons of progress uh, really rapidly. Uh, but you know what 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 turns a game from like you know a prototype into like a real thing that you can that people are actually interested in is is all these layers of polish, and that tends to be a lot more boring and a lot more time consuming than, than the initial work on the game. So, right. um, you know, it's, uh, to be able to put out something like, like this game is just, uh, the ability to kind of like stick it out through, through those, those tough, difficult, uh, phases, um, and, you know, trying to fix weird game breaking bugs and memory leaks and just weird crap going on with multiplayer that you can't, that people, someone's having an issue that you can't reproduce. Um, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of pain, and the the initial uh, the initial part of the game development is not representative of the entirety of game development. But um, right, if if you if you got a lot of patience, uh, this might be uh, this might be for you. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. You got to be passionate about what you do. You got to be willing to put in the time. It's not an easy position. That's why I'm not doing it. I'm just talking to people who do it. Um, so, <laughs> but but. Once again, Matt, thank you so much. Um, best of luck on both, you know, the DLC for any of those those fixes that you might need to do later or whatever this sequel becomes. I'm super excited. I'm all in no matter what. Um, once again, thanks for joining us. All right. Well, thank you very much for having me.